The GameStop rebellion is working. And for those that haven't been following this major story over the past week or so, let me just make it really simple for you. The position that these Wall Street elites are in is that they're being forced to buy extremely high priced stock from regular people. And then regular people are talking about the sweet, sweet tendies they're getting, the profits off of their investment. And they're doing things like investing in children's hospitals and paying off medical debt, donating video games to kids and things like, you know, children, hospital kids and things like that, that they're, they're doing things to help people. And what we're seeing is this, these big funds like Melvin Capital, they lost 53% in January hurt by GameStop and other bets. What does that mean? Quite simply, they tried to short GameStop. They took out a huge bet. And effectively what it is, they borrow the stock from somebody, they sell it, hoping to buy it back later at a lower rate and then give it back to the person they borrowed it from. Well, they got to pay back the stocks they borrowed, right? They got to give them back. That means the only way to get them is to buy from the GameStop Rebellion retail investors, regular Americans at jacked up prices. So to put it simply, regular American is now sitting there with his handout saying, pay up, buddy, because if, yeah, if you need it and you do, I got it. So once these all start getting called in, these, short, these, these shorts, these hedge funds are going to suffer. And they're going to suffer greatly. And we're seeing it now in the market. My friends, it is getting, it's actually getting really scary. The desperation. Did you think that the Wall Street elites and the political establishment would sit back while you rabble demand their money? They won't stand for that. And they'll pull out all the stops. But my friends, the veil has been shattered. Whatever that is, people talk about red pill like the matrix, like we've all been living in this false reality under this control. The veil shattered. I don't know exactly when, but piece by piece now, the glass is falling down and we're starting to get a glimpse at reality. Maybe it was the internet. Maybe it was the past 10 years. Maybe the powers that be, the establishment elites, the Wall Street elites, the political establishment, haven't been paying attention to what's been happening around them. But right now, there is a coordinated media effort to put out fake news in a desperate attempt to get people to stop buying GameStop, AMC, and other shorted stocks. Right now, Robinhood, this, this trading app that everybody uses, is restricting the, the purchase of certain companies. Why? Well, they say it's because a federal regulator came to them and said, either give us $3 billion in cash as a security deposit or restrict this stock so people can't buy it. Think about that for a second. A federal regulator intervened to stop people from being able to buy on Robinhood. Why? It's not just about GameStop. It's about AMC. It's about Bed Bath & Beyond. It's about American Airlines. It's about Nokia. A bunch of these big Wall Street investors, they like to play the game where they short and they make money, right? They bet stocks will fail. They make money off it. Well, now because of this massive short squeeze with six plus million regular people on the Wall Street bets forum, Wall Street is being forced to give money to regular people. We can't have this. We cannot. We're seeing the, the, the market in decline. And what they're saying over on Wall Street bets is that a bunch of these Wall Street funds are selling their stock in a desperate attempt to cover the short sales. It's, it's, it's complicated stuff, and I'm not a stock guy, so you know I know there's probably a lot of stock people telling me you know, in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. The general idea is it's working. It's working. Going after the stocks that were shorted is stripping away value from these massive Wall Street and establishment elites. So they're fighting back. This coordinated media effort is insane. They're trying to claim now 
that Reddit has decided silver is the real thing to short or to short squeeze. I'm sorry, which makes almost no sense. You see, Citadel is is one of the main corporations backing Melvin. Well, I don't want to get into too much of the nitty gritty details because I'm not a stock person. But to put it simply, there's a company called Citadel, which is one of the prime uh, primary companies getting hurt by the short squeeze. They're also one of the largest holders, according to Wall Street Bets posts, of silver. Now the media is coming out and telling everybody Reddit has decided you should all buy silver, which would make them a ton of money. And then silver price would probably go down after that, probably collapse and then strip away all the value from those who invested it. It seems like a ridiculous trick, but it's happening. Take a look at this from NBC News. The price of silver is rallying as online trading movement fuels the rise of shares like GameStop takes a shine to the precious metal. Really? The, the Redditors are doing this? Here we have CNBC. Silver jumps 11%, the most in 11 years, as Reddit traders try their squeeze play with metal. They, they are. The Reddit, Reddit traders are, are trying their squeeze, play, squeeze, squeeze play with metal. Daily Mail. Reddit traders send silver price to eight-year highs. Precious metal soars 12% as renegade investors pile in to put a squeeze on short sellers. Fake news. It's a lie. I have silver. I have uh, not, not too much. I have silver. I mean, I think, you know, I've talked about it in the past. I think it's good to have some silver, gold, Bitcoin, stuff like that. I'm not a financial advisor, so don't take any advice from me because I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I can't tell you what to do, man. I can tell you how to, you know, work hard, I guess, but I can't tell you about investments because I'll be honest, I'm not particularly good with this stuff. You know, I've lost my decent share of money on, on certain stocks. I don't, I don't really invest a whole lot in it. Reddit traders send silver price to eight year high. Here's the story from NBC. Silver is the new GameStop. They say, <laughs> wow, silver is the new GameStop. We got this from Jim Roberts. Jim Roberts. Oh, he says silver prices jump 11% and he's putting out the CNBC story. Let's go over to Google. What do we got here? Silver spikes as retail investors swarm. Silver jumps. Silver spikes. Let's see. Uh, silver futures gap. Blah, 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 blah. Silver price. Currently sitting at around $29.41. Oh, it's up, baby. But check this out. Why don't I just go to the actual Wall Street Bets subreddit account where there are 7.8 million people 433,000 right now on this Monday morning, actively engaging in this content. What's the first post? The aggressive media campaign to promote silver worldwide at the same time. It's a trap. There is no silver short squeeze happening. None. Never. SEC intern, please read false media reports about Reddit traders moving into blank as clear market manipulation. Don't listen to them. They're trying to take the focus away from GameStop. Here's a, it's a screenshot from The Guardian. Redditor set their sights on silver after GameStop frenzy. Complete lies. Stay away from silver. They're trying to divide us. Don't listen. Look at this. Every single post on Wall Street Bet's front page is do not buy silver. It's a trick. Please, my friends, tell me. How is it that the media is pumping out all of these stories claiming that Reddit traders are coming for silver? When if you just go to the site where 7.8 million people have already signed up, they are saying, do not buy silver. The veil is shattered. The lies are obvious and the desperation is clear. Be it the elections, be it Wall Street, the establishment has lost control and they lost control some time ago. 
Maybe it was the internet. I don't know. But it's amazing right now, isn't it? How obvious it is. My friends, please share this with your friends and family. No, no better example of fake news. No better example. Now, when it came to Donald Trump and when they put out fake news, people would be like, yeah, but Trump is bad. And they'd believe it. And Trump had his problems. Don't get me wrong. So it was kind of easy to believe, to be fair. Right now, the media is telling you something that is so obviously not true. They keep saying it over and over again. Redditors are saying, buy silver. So go buy silver. Tell your parents, warn your parents, because they are targeting your parents to strip their money away from them. That's the game. You see, what they want right now is the media is creating a fake narrative about everyone pumping up the value of silver. They are hoping that enough people who are who are short squeezing these hedge funds are driven by greed and will jump ship and chase after whatever makes them money. And you know what? Unfortunately, it works at least a little bit so far. Dogecoin, silver. People are buying them. I've seen responses from some people saying, well, why not buy Dogecoin? Because Robinhood froze trading. The machine is rigged against you and it is fighting back. Did you think this would be easy? It's very difficult, especially when you have a leaderless move and all the attempts to derail this power and focus this energy towards empowering someone else. Wall Street is mad. They're furious. Now, I don't believe necessarily that what we're seeing with all of these news outlets is like one person called them up and said, run this story. We're in trouble. What happens is. You've got financial reporters and they'll talk to their sources in finance and their sources will say, wow, are you seeing this silver stuff? Wow, all these Redditors are now saying silver. So then these people at these news outlets don't fact check. They report it. They report what they're told because the people in finance desperately want silver to spike. Citadel, one of the primary companies being negatively impacted by the the, the short squeeze, owns a ton of silver. They will sell it at a high price to cover their losses and make their money back. And the people who are going to buy silver, they're smart. They don't care that you can see. They don't they know the Wall Street Bets community doesn't want silver. And they know that Wall Street Bets knows they're lying in media. It doesn't matter. Your parents. Well, some of you watching are probably, you know, Gen Xers and boomers. Uh, Most of the audience here is millennial. But for those that are a little bit older, they're targeting you. Now, not exactly you because you're watching me, so you're getting better information. They're targeting the boomers and the Gen Xers who don't know a whole lot about, whole lot about Reddit and are just going to open up CNBC and see that silver is jumping. And they're hoping these people without paying attention will jump on board as well. They're trying to create a silver rush so that people who aren't on Wall Street bets start pumping money into silver. They'll then sell out at a great position, make a ton of money, billions and billions of dollars. And then when silver crashes, they'll say, see, we warned you this Reddit stuff was going to be bad. We told you it was going to be a huge risk. Oh, that's the name of the game, man. Look at this. Please tell your parents, tell your friends, tell your family, tell the people who aren't actively paying attention to what's going on about this manipulation. I'm not a big Wall Street guy. I'm a fairly anti-establishment guy. I don't like the idea of crony elites manipulating us to control us to dictate what we can or can't do. It's it's akin to it was a centralized economy. Not a fan. I like decentralization. But more importantly, I'm an anti-media kind of guy. The media is the primary tool by which they manipulate you with lies. And now 
as, as though it was a gift bestowed upon me. Thank you. Thank you, Wall Street. Thank you, NBC. Thank you, all of these outlets putting out this garbage fake news. Bloomberg. Oof. Thank you so much. Because I've been trying to warn people for a long time how the media manipulates and lies. And most of you know this. It's probably why you watch videos like mine and channels like mine. Okay. But now you have the proof better than ever. You see, this isn't partisan. Nobody likes the Wall Street elites. The 99% is in unison against the 1%. I know it's kind of, it's kind of dumb. Um, to be fair, the, the, the 99 to 1% thing, I, I don't think works either. Because there are a lot of people who are championed who are the 1%. I mean, Elon Musk had the CEO of Robinhood on this, this like, you know, this, this chat app, it's called Clubhouse. And people like Elon Musk, not a perfect guy, not everybody likes him. But he's the 0.0001%. There you go. I mean, Elon Musk is like the second richest guy on the planet, briefly the richest guy on the planet. But then you have a lot of other individuals who are wealthy who are cheering this on. You have a lot of politicians who are wealthy who are cheering it on as well. The reality is the manipulators and the establishment elites who lie, cheat, and steal, and their media cronies are being called out. And that's the real issue right now. Everybody's always trying to make the fight in the culture war about their group versus the other group. It's not that simple. You got libertarian versus authoritarian. You got left versus right. You got 99% versus 1%, blah, blah, blah. I do think that 99% versus 1% doesn't really work all that well because there are a lot of rich leftists who absolutely support the left. So it doesn't really, it doesn't work in my opinion. But what we're seeing now, please, I'm going to say it again. Just share this. Show people what the media is telling you and then show them what the people are actually saying. They are telling you that Reddit investors are trying to squeeze silver. But if you actually look at Wall Street bets, the origin of this of this major campaign with nearly 8 million people, they're saying no, in no uncertain terms. It's evil stuff, man. I'll show you what's evil. Check this out. Robin Hood CEO reveals federal regulator the NSCC demanded $3 billion security at 3 a.m. the morning before the company stopped GameStop trades amid Reddit frenzy. They say Elon Musk had Vladimir Tenev on Clubhouse, where Tenev gave a, an explanation as to why they froze stocks. Man, it's getting harder to explain the whole saga, but put it simply, regular people are throwing their money at stocks, pumping the value forcing hedge funds to buy at an extremely high rate, giving the money back to the people at an extremely high rate, squeezing them out and stripping their value. Robinhood is how it's done. One day, Robinhood shut down the trading of a bunch of stocks, just the buying, mind you, guaranteeing the stock could only collapse. And we have it right here. Check it out. Elon Musk tweets game stonk and it skyrockets. It was at almost $500 and then Robinhood shut down trading. And the price dropped to just over $100. It then went back up a little bit. And then around the time Robinhood lifts some restrictions, it went back up. Robinhood is manipulating the market. They are trying to control the amount of shares people can buy to prevent a rally, which would destroy Wall Street elites and these massive hedge funds. It would be the end of these companies and everyone around them. They wouldn't be able to cover these positions. It would be a domino effect. So a federal regulator stepped in. The NSCC. This is, uh, let me make sure I'm getting, I'm, I'm not a stock person, right, mind you. So let me make sure I'm getting the, uh, the National Securities Clearing Corporation. They stepped in and demanded Robinhood pay an amount of money that they could, could not afford. And so they came to an agreement. How about you give us only 700 million, 
but you, you can't allow people to buy these stocks. My friends, the regulator rigged the game. If you are someone who is sick of Wall Street stripping the value, if you are angry at the games that these hedge funds play, destroying the economy of the world, mind you, in 2008, destroying your life, your family, their business, you are now seeing the collusion with the government to allow them to do it. That's it. The veil has been shattered. One of the one of the big challenges with getting through to people was that in the past four years, the Trump, you know, Democrat versus Republican thing, the left versus right was hyper partisan. And there are a lot of people in the tribal left who, you know, they, they, they don't like Trump. So trying to explain to them the fake news, they don't want to believe it. OK, fine. You know, a lot of the things they were saying about Trump was true. A lot of it was lies. You try to explain to people the lies and a lot of people just don't care. And they'll push only the stories that works for them. The problem for the establishment machine now is that nobody likes Wall Street. More importantly, there's a 99 percent versus one percent. The overwhelming, overwhelming majority, to say the least, is not the one percent. It's simple math. I know you get it. The point I'm making is it's easy to point to this enemy and have everyone agree. Now you see the machine desperately trying to control the situation, lying, manipulating, and then calling on their regulator buddies to shut it down. The game is rigged and you can see it. They don't want you to have upward mobility. They don't want you to succeed. Now, it's true. There are some people who break through the barrier and make it to that position where they have humble uh, beginnings and then they find upward mobility to become wealthy. But my friends, even if you're wealthy, you are still not in the club. Donald Trump certainly is not certainly not in the club. They hate that guy. So money doesn't guarantee whether you're in the club or not. Subservience does subservience to their system to protect their resources. It's a big club and you ain't in it. And we can see better than ever now. And I, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I really am. From Reuters, hedge fund body alarmed by retail investor frenzy distortions. Oh, no. The rigged game we've all been playing is being broken by people flipping the board. It's the easiest way to describe it. Imagine you're playing a large game of Monopoly and there's 99 people with very little and they're constantly stuck, unable to buy properties and they're moving around the board, paying up to the 1%, the one person who just keeps taking it all. And then eventually, those 99 people all decide at the exact same time to do something stupid. Do something stupid. I say stupid because it's perceivably dumb for an individual. But concerted effort is power. Here's a way I'll explain it. Imagine you have one person throwing snowballs into a street. It seems kind of dumb. Like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm trying to block the street. You're like, okay, good luck, dude. I'm mentioning the snowball thing because we have a blizzard and there's snow everywhere now. But imagine 99 people all at the same time threw 99 snowballs at once. All of a sudden, now you got a big pile of snow blocking the road. You see this? So individually, it might seem like you're, you're, you're dumb if you're going to try and buy into GameStop because they're short in the stock and you don't have that much power. But when everyone came together and started just buying up GameStop stock like crazy, it seems crazy. I mean, they even insult each other on Wall Street Bets for using a disparaging term for not being cognitively uh, 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 <laughs> for being cognitively deficient. I'll put it that way. But they're doing it. What they're doing is working because they're doing it together. And that's the other mean they have apes strong together. The Wall Street system is being distorted. Hedge funds are worried about it. I don't care. I don't. There are a lot of people who are well off who are laughing as it all goes down. There's a lot of personalities that are laughing as it goes down. Let me let me let me just put it simply. Why the gist of this segment? Because it's 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 wild, man. 
a regulatory agency tried to stop you. They didn't want you to take the money away from hedge funds. Think about that for two seconds. When the hedge funds were bleeding, a federal regulator stepped in. Now, my understanding is the NC and NSCC is a is a private company of some sort. I looked into it. It's a subsidiary of the DTCC. And they, I, I'm assuming it's a private corporation. I don't know, probably like the Fed or whatever. When you started winning, an actual regulator stepped in to make sure you could not. And there it is. When you started winning, they dangled silver in front of the people who weren't paying attention to make sure that they didn't join into the fight. It's propaganda. They will lie, they will cheat, and they will steal, and they will wield the powers of the establishment to make sure you don't win. I can only imagine it's a matter of time. It's, a, it's only a matter of time before they ban me outright because I'm calling it out, saying it like it is. You know, when I was talking, uh, when we were much more in the, in the, in the culture war phase in, in the Trump era, they find that acceptable. Pitting people left and right against each other is good for them. It keeps the focus off the elites. Occupy Wall Street unified people on the left and right. So they sent in the critical race theorists to, de- 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 uh, to, to destabilize that, sparking off a major battle in the culture war. Ultimately, the critical race theory expansion of the culture war leads to things like Gamergate. Right now, they're going to need to find a way to divide and conquer. But you have left and right kind of unified on this. So don't be surprised if they find a way to try and turn it partisan. Now, they've tried claiming that Wall Street bets was alt-right. It doesn't work because too many leftists and progressives love what's happening and are cheering it on. It's not going it's, it, to, it's, it's, it's tough for them. They found a new way. I believe that they're pushing the story on silver and Dogecoin because they're trying to target people who are greedy and not focused. There are a lot of people who are doing, you know, buying GameStop because of greed. It's true. Not all of them. I think the Wall Street bets people are doing it to short squeeze the hedge funds for the most part. But a lot of people who joined in just want to get rich quick and have no idea what's going on. They're lending their power to this movement, however. Occupy Wall Street 2.0, essentially. They announced Dogecoin is skyrocketing and everyone's going to be rich. So a lot of these people will then pull their stock out of GameStop and put it into Dogecoin, a meaningless crypto that's a joke, hoping to hot potato your way into wealth. Listen, if you make money off Dogecoin, it's because you're taking money from other people. Unless, of course, everyone just holds and the price keeps going up. That's what they're trying to do. Now they're pushing silver in much the same way. But this will bail out the hedge funds in question. The divide and conquer tactic might work. I don't know if the people have the wherewithal to 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 make it through or if he semi if, if a semi decentralized movement can withstand this kind of attack from the establishment. But I'll put it this way. The veil has been shattered. We can see now in real time. So perhaps perhaps their time has come to an end. They don't know how to regain control and they're not going to be able to. Uh, and, and maybe they won't be able to, in which case, give it five more years and the establishment will be done. Maybe by 2024, it'll be chaos. We'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. Who are the good guys in the GameStop rebellion? Could it be the retail investor, the little guy who just wants to safely store their money, maybe get a small return, fight inflation, and prepare for their future? Or is the multi-billion dollar hedge funds, which have allies in media pumping out stories to trick you into losing your money, say by telling you to buy in an asset that will drive up the value, then they can sell out their massive positions, leaving you holding an empty bag? I wonder who the good guys really are. Well, fear not. The wonderful journalists at the Washington Post are telling us exactly who the good guys are. 
And it ain't you, rabble. The good guys in the GameStop story, it's the hedge funds and the short sellers, of course. My favorite part of this is that they cite the big short, that movie about the, the, the guys who shorted the, uh, was it, the mortgage-backed securities. And he says, they're folk heroes. They're folk heroes. Yes, li- listen, sometimes there are bad people. This is what's happening now at the GameStop Rebellion is calling out the bad people, the corruption, the cronies, the establishment. My friends, I want to read you what they say. I want to push back. But let me tell you something. Go to Reddit, r slash all. And what do you see? R slash all. Number two, it's effing awful seeing the silver misinformation campaign everywhere I look. And that's not Wall Street bets. That's r slash stocks. Number one is do not sell GameStop at low volume dips. This is a short ladder attack, which doesn't actually accomplish anything as long as you don't sell. It's not just Wall Street bets anymore. The actual just stock subreddit is saying this is misinformation. Misinformation telling everybody to buy stock. Look at this. Don't buy silver. It's a trap. If you followed my previous segment, you saw me talk a bit about it. But basically right now, almost every news outlet has a story claiming that Reddit is telling investors to buy silver, but plain as day, they're lying to our faces. Like I said in that segment, the veil has been shattered. We can see through it. Share this. This right here. Go to reddit.com r slash all. All means Every single post on the entire massive website. And Reddit is one of the biggest websites in the world. How does Reddit work? For those that aren't familiar, when you see a link, you can click upvote or downvote. Posts that get upvoted more are supported and appear more prominently on the website. And things that are downvoted eventually disappear disappear, and no one sees them. Right now, the top two posts on the entire platform of Reddit are telling you not to sell GameStop and not to buy silver. So how is it that all of the media is claiming at the exact same time? It's simple. They hate you. You are the rabble. Listen, the way they rationalize it, it's, it's better to get $1 from a million people than a million dollars from one person. Having one person assume a million dollars risk is bad, but having a million people assume a $1 risk is not that bad. So they can strip your money away and trick you into buying garbage. And they're the good guys. Trust the media, they say. Don't listen to the fake news. Here's the story. It's an opinion piece from the Washington Post. I love how this is framed. My friends, you're not the bad guys. We are not the bad guys. Wanting to buy a stock in a company because you know it's putting the heat on these hedge funds who strip and rip off regular people does not make you the bad guy. And simply buying stock for whatever reason does not make you the bad guy. They're trying to make it seem like, in fact, there are good guys and bad guys. But let me just tell you, the good guys in the story, you placed a bet. The hedge funds, you placed a bet. And that bet was called. And now you're sad. And now your allies are doing everything to cover, cover it up for you and make sure you can get some of that value back. And there are people pushing the silver thing against the wishes of what the Redditors are actually calling for. Now, I want to stress another point. 
It ain't bad having silver, okay? I have silver. I don't have a lot. I'm not big on investing that kind of stuff. I like investing in myself. I like investing in fun things and projects and, you know, uh, the company and, you know, what I'm doing because it's life. It's what I do. It's what I live. I don't care if I have a bunch of shiny rocks in a box somewhere. But I do have some silver. It's not a bad investment, in my opinion. The bad investment comes when they tell you, trick you into buying silver at a high price. It's topping 30 bucks right now for silver. Many people, and probably rightly so, are saying it should be higher. But right now, in my opinion, based on what I've read, the goal is just to get you to dump as much money as possible into silver, to jack up the price, because these hedge funds and these firms own so much of it, they'll cut a massive profit selling it. And then when silver goes back down, they'll buy it back up for pennies on the dollar and use your money to cover their losses in the GameStop rebellion. Here's what the Washington Post op-ed says. Sebastian Malaby is the Paul A. Volcker Senior Fellow for for International Economics at the Council on Foreign Relations and a contributing columnist for the Post. He is the author of More Money Than God, Hedge Funds and the Making of a New Elite. He said, until last week, the quintessentially absurd bubble was the Dutch tulip mania. At least a South Sea bubble of the 18th century involved fraud. Investors thought they were buying shares in a valuable company. At least the dot-com bubble of 1999 involved technological promise. Investors thought the internet would transform business even faster than it has. But in Holland in the 17th century, investors bid the price of simple tulip bulbs up to ridiculous heights. It was the purest of idiotic fantasies. Last week, a similar fantasy reared its head. The idea that GameStop, an ailing retailer whose shares had slumped from $57 to $4 since 2013, should suddenly trade at $350. The speculators driving this 8,750% reevaluation have no evidence that this makes sense. Indeed, they disdain evidence. GameStop's price to earnings ratio is infinite because the company earns nothing. Its prospects are grim because it's mainly a brick-and-mortar vendor of video games, a product best sold digitally. But the speculators don't care, they believe. And the force of their belief has been contagious and self-fulfilling. Lies, lies, and slander. Or someone who just doesn't understand it. First and foremost, a lot of the people investing are doing so because they're sticking it to you, bro. They know that you have put yourselves in a bind. You placed a bet. Well, not this guy specifically. But the hedge funds placed a bet that GameStop would, would fall. And they said, all we got to do is buy it and it'll go up. So they did. And now it's going up. What we're seeing now is what the Wall Street uh, bets crew calls a, sh- a short ladder attack, I believe. It's a ladder attack. What's happening is the hedge funds, and this is what they're claiming. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm probably getting a lot of this wrong. I'm basically reading what they're saying and then relaying it and giving my thoughts on the matter. So probably don't take any of this as financial advice. What they're saying is the hedge funds are trading between each other the finite shares they have to drive the price down, tricking algorithms into thinking it's worth less. The problem is no one's really selling. See, that's the trick. Volume is really low. All of the Redditors have bought it and they're just sitting on it. You know, they're trying to cause a panic because they're betting that there are people who bought the shares who don't care about the cause or the company and want to get rich quick. So they're pumping silver and they're pumping Doge, the Dogecoin, the cryptocurrency. Now, the Dogecoin th- coin thing is definitely like the tulip bulb. There's no upside to Dogecoin other than a game of hot potato where you're hoping that when the, when, when the song ends, you're not the one left holding the bag. I already know a lot of people who lost a lot of money on Doge because it was a stupid investment in the first place. Look, 
Forgive me. I think it's hilarious. I have Doge somewhere on an old computer sitting in a garage or something. I don't know or care. If Doge goes up, nothing happens. It's cool to see crypto, you know, getting more legitimacy and making more money and inspiring people to invest in it. But Doge doesn't do anything other than a massive, you know, cryptocurrency made as a joke. Bitcoin makes sense. I guess you can buy Doge if you want. Sure. But buying GameStop actually does have a purpose. You see what this guy's wrong about. Let me, let me, let me read a little bit more so I can explain to you why he's wrong about who the good guys are. He says, this is not the worst. Uh, this is not the worst of it. Financial markets are usually stabilized by rational investors. If the crazies drive stocks to an absurd height, thoughtful people take the other side of the trade until prices reconnect with reality. The correction can be late and messy. It's hard to be thoughtful when markets are wild. But at least our culture generally applauds the partisan ration, the partisans of rationality. After the subprime bubble popped, this is the 2008 crisis, the plucky minority that called out the excess became minor folk heroes. There was even a movie about them. Oh, the folk heroes who were saying that you are ripping people off. What they realized with the subprime mortgage crisis, go watch the big short. I'm not going to pretend like it's history. It's a movie. But if there's parallels to reality, the general idea was people were giving mortgages to people who could not afford it because they didn't care. They were then lumping bad mortgages in with good mortgages to make a, a crummy security look good. These guys knew it was a scam, and so they shorted it because it was a scam. Now, what's going on now? GameStop was deflated. This is what Wall Street Bets has said, and I'm giving you the gist of it. GameStop should have been trading at around $16 or even $60 because their, their quarterly revenue was down. But the way the video game console market works is that when new games come out around Christmas and new consoles, revenue skyrockets. They saw that it was trading really low. And this one dude put out a message saying this should be way higher. They're shorting it. You see what they're accusing the hedge funds of doing is saying it's a good story. Story. That's what sells. GameStop is a brick and mortar video game shop. As he says, video games sell better online. I don't like buying physical copies. I download my video games. I ordered my console off the Internet. I didn't go to GameStop, but I do go to GameStop fairly often. This is true before COVID, especially because I don't know what to look for. And I like going to the shop and I like seeing what they have. And sometimes I buy knickknacks. It doesn't mean GameStop should be $350, mind you. But just hold on a second. GameStop should have been higher. That's what Wall Street Bets was saying. They saw that it was being shorted and assumed or and I believe correctly so that the price was artificially low because of short sellers. So they started buying it up. The one dude, deep effing value, I think it was him, was adamant. This should be worth more. It's a short. It's going to be worth more because when the consoles come out, come Christmas, it's going to go up. And people were mocking him. They were like, good luck. You're going to lose everything. Now he's worth tens of millions of dollars. You see, that's the trick. Short sellers aren't always good guys or bad guys. In the big short, these guys were like, this is a scam. Let's 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 take them for all they're worth. And they made money betting against it. And it, it was a great movie. No one believed them. No one wanted to accept that the fake reality they were living in was that sub, the subprime mortgage crisis was going to explode. Um, sub, subprime mortgage loans would become a crisis, a blow up in their face. Now we're seeing short sellers hurting a company, manipulating you because you don't understand how it works. Again, not necessarily me either. I'm not a financial advisor. When I read the explanation for why GameStop should be higher, why AMC should be higher, why Nokia should be higher, I was like, those are good, those are good points. I bought Nokia. Why? 
I'm not big on GameStop. I don't know much about how they, you know, how their business works. Uh, I, I get it. It's a game store. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not big on AMC because I don't know a lot about the movie industry in that capacity. Nokia. I like Nokia. I genuinely do. I've always liked Nokia because especially because the meme about, you know, stopping bullets and stuff. And they have. It's funny. Indestructible phones. But what I saw in Nokia was a longstanding company with some positive reports. And I thought it would be nice to buy. That's about it. And it went down and I ended up losing some money and I'm not whatever. I don't care. I wanted to buy. I was I was pissed when Robin had froze my ability to buy into it because I like the phone company. Now, apparently there's some good reporting on it, but I digress. They're manipulating these companies because they want you to think they're failures. Sometimes they are failures. Sometimes they aren't. What we don't like, what I don't like is the media manipulation. And that's where I come in. This this diagram comes in this Venn diagram with Wall Street bets and me. I see Wall Street bets telling you what they believe. I don't know if they're right, but look at this. They are saying, do not sell GameStop. Do not buy silver. And I say, okay, guys, I've heard your thoughts and opinions. I actually think silver is pretty good. Probably not a good time to buy. I don't know. Don't take my advice. Then I see the media lying about everything, and it infuriates me. Then I see them claim the good guys are the manipulators. God almost got me swearing. No, they aren't. The liars and the thieves and the deceivers are not the good guys. We work hard. You work hard. And what do they do? Trick us into taking our money from us. Had a conversation with some Trump bros. So at a party. It was a Mike Cernovich's party in, in D.C. He's a big, he was a big Trump. He is slash was a big Trump supporter. And I was talking to these guys about how I'm, I'm fairly lefty, and especially on regulation and stuff. I don't believe that you should be able to use physical or coercive force to take things from people. And we got into an argument. They said, well, what do you mean coercive force? And I said, you know, blackmail. Oh, we agree. Blackmail's wrong. And I was like, and manipulation. They're like, Ooh, manipulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tricking someone. Hey, man. And they basically said, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. And I said, no, I disagree. I do not agree that we should live in such a way that people who don't understand something should have their value stripped from them. A guy who works and breaks his back lifting stones to, you know, in a, in a quarry or whatever, well, they use machines now, or lifting beams to help build a skyscraper every day, then being sh- tricked into giving up his value to these hedge funds who lie to him and because he doesn't understand how this works. I'm not okay with that. Well, these guys disagreed with me and I said, So you think the media should be allowed to lie to people so that they give up their resources? And they were like, no, that's bad. And I'm like, exactly. This is what we get. The Washington Post, the good guys are the hedge funds. Give us your value, pleb. No, I'm not okay with that. I like the story of real capitalism, not socialism, real capitalism. A guy builds a birdhouse. It takes, he takes up, it takes him a bunch of time. He makes it, he tops the wood, he cuts it up, and then he sells that. And then he gets extra money to make another birdhouse and a little bit on the top so he can pay for his medical bills and his food. Then one day he comes along and he decides to make a machine that can mass produce birdhouses. And his invention is so popular, he becomes a millionaire, gets a big old boat and travels around the world doing nothing for the rest of his life. Capitalism. What we have now is cronyism. The power held by the establishment elites is wielded against you and me and everybody else. Sometimes people can break through. Sometimes people find a way to become wealthy because real capitalism still it's still grasping for air in this decaying, corrupt system. But socialism is not the answer, especially. I know a lot of leftists think that what we're looking at now is unrepentant capitalism. No, it's corruption. It's not capitalism or socialism. It's corruption. He goes on to say, 
GameStop speculators are not merely in a frenzy about one stock. Their goal is to destroy the traders who link stock prices to fair value. To suggest a political analogy, they are not just blindly devoted to their candidate. They deny the legitimacy of the opposition party. They are not just acting within the system. They want to overthrow the system. It's as though, just imagine, a rabble gripped by conspiracy theories were to attack the rules of democracy itself. The name GameStop is apt. Disgusting. Disgusting. Today, I see Trump supporters and progressive leftists united. Actually, every <laughs> every political spectrum, like authoritarians, libertarians, whatever, everyone's laughing. And the establishment cronies are going, no, my stunks. Oh, no, my money. Look what he just said. This article tries to tell you that what we're seeing with these GameStop speculators, these people buying stock, he's likening it to the storming of the Capitol. They're a rabble. Really? I use rabble facetiously mocking the rich. He actually called you the rabble. I love it. The rabble. Amazing. That's what they think of you. You're too stupid to know what's good for you. So shut your mouth and let us take from you so that we, the noble elites, can tell you what for. No. Respect is earned, not given. And this is a country that's supposed to be of, by, and for the people, the consent of the governed. But for too long, these people have figured out that it's, it's not just about politics. Not, it's, not, it's not just about money. It's about all of it and media. It's all of it. It's the establishment. It's the machine that controls us, pits us against each other. What's truly remarkable is, you know, somebody posted uh, this tweet from Zach Goldberg, a journalist, where we saw just after Occupy Wall Street, racism, inclusivity, privilege began skyrocketing at the New York Times and many other news outlets. Because when they realized that the people were united in class war, the easiest way to disrupt it was to make it an, an identity war, something we've long talked about in the IRL podcast. They want you fighting against everyone else. This is why I despise critical race theory. It's a shame that many people on the left are wrapped up in it and they blame capitalism. Listen, let's not talk capitalism or socialism or critical race theory. Let's talk right now about corrupt elites who are stealing from the working class. You don't ha- we don't have to agree on, uh, on, uh, uh, on our economic ideology or race theory, but can we all agree there is still a class component here? It's a class war, and it's been. Now, there are a lot of wealthy people that have no problem calling out the machine because for, uh, I'll, I'll give you my, my scenario, for instance. It's no secret that I do well for myself, especially with several large YouTube channels. But I believe in working hard, and I work hard every day. I don't want investment from other people. I don't want to take from other people. I want to make sure that people are freely choosing to support the show or buying something they truly believe in. I don't like the idea that these people make money tricking you and you get nothing for it. It's why I don't want to work for the nonprofits anymore. Because 10 years ago, when I worked for the nonprofits, they had me going out telling these stories to convince people to donate to some of these biggest, the biggest nonprofits in the world. Once I found out that it was all manipulation and high pressure sales tactics, I thought to myself, am I just selling hopes and dreams and good feelings and giving these people nothing in return? I don't like it. They, I had one organization tell me outright to lie. They, they would give us these scripts. And when I realized that what they were telling us wasn't true. They said, well, just say it anyway. And I said, no. I, and, and the last company I worked for wanted us to use excuses and lies to explain away failing numbers. And I said, no, 
I won't do it. I went and worked for a, a you know, fusion. They said, side with the audience, Tim. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell people what's going on. If you don't want to listen to me, fine. So be it. Don't listen to me. I can't do anything about that, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try to the best of my ability to make sure you understand what's happening. And I'll tell you what I, what I think is happening. I could be wrong about so much. I often am. I see a machine desperate to protect their bottom line, trying to trick you into giving up your value. How do shorts work? Well, I'm not an expert. Again, not a stock guy. But if you want to short something, a narrative helps. Like I mentioned in previous segments about Bitcoin, Bitcoin hit 40K. My personal opinion, again, don't take any advice from me because I'm wildly speculating. I think Bitcoin will hit a million bucks just because I keep seeing it go up for a variety of reasons. But I could be totally wrong. So not advice. All right. A bunch of stories came out claiming that people were going to lose all of their life savings on Bitcoin. And I, I just, I laughed. It's, it, it's insane. And then, of course, Bitcoin dropped by like 10 grand. And everyone started saying, you better sell. This is the top. I said, no, it isn't. I'll buy the dip. And then it went back up to 35. These media reports come out telling you something is bad because they want you to sell. But you only lose money when you sell. If in 2008, most people held on to their investments, they would have recovered in several years and been back to where they were before the crash. But the machine works when they scare you into selling. That brings us to GameStop. It's an easy story to tell. We have a pandemic. It's a brick and mortar shop. Video games are downloaded. It shouldn't be worth money. But that doesn't mean it should actually go down in value. As the Redditors made their bets that when the consoles came out, their revenue was going to go back up and COVID was really hurting them. And that's true. In fact, when when PS5 came out, I went to several GameStops looking for PS. I couldn't find it. I wanted to find a PS5. Couldn't find it anywhere. It was gone. It was sold out. It was sold out. Now, COVID hurt everybody. But it's also possible. I'm not saying likely that GameStop could become the community center for all of these games and all, all, all you know, and all this stuff. Maybe when when COVID's over or however they do it. I don't know. But I hang out at game shops. At least I used to play Magic the Gathering, board games, video games. I grew up doing this. You need a community space. I think that's GameStop's real play. They got the real estate you need to bring people together and people want to come together and build community. That's something you can't get online. So what GameStop, in my opinion, needs to do is create a physical space for hanging out some snacks, some drinks, some arcade machines so you can actually play the new games that come out. You can hang out. Maybe it's membership based. Maybe it's Come in and it's, you know, a couple hours to, you know, you pay, you, you, you arcade style, you put a quarter in the machine or whatever, you, you, pay, you spend five bucks, you can play whatever you want. GameStop could literally be a place where there's video game tournaments. So I, I've talked about it before. There's a great opportunity there because they're the only ones, in my opinion, who have a, 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 a national chain of physical spaces for you to come and hang out. Listen, I don't know if GameStop's going to survive, and I don't think GameStop should be worth 350 but don't take, to take my advice. What if GameStop really does convert these things into community centers for, for gaming and creates a massive esports physical space industry? Then the stock would be worth more, I'd imagine. What if that leads to the creation of new digital products? There's possibility there. I don't know if GameStop should be as high as it is. The reports I've read say $16, but the shorts had it way below that. And that's the point. They're not the good guys. The media is just trying to lie to you because they're the bad guys. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash TimCast. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then.
What we are witnessing right now with the GameStop rebellion over on Reddit's Wall Street bets is historical. And we're seeing something truly amazing, a nonpartisan shattering of the fake media narrative. You see, it's really easy to maintain the lies when people want to play partisan politics. Over the past several years with Donald Trump, you had people who just really didn't like him. So when the media came out with lies about Trump, people wanted to believe it. But when the media is coming out with lies in an attempt to deflect and protect Wall Street and hedge funds, they ain't got no support. And now nonpartisan individuals, many of whom probably already knew the media was lying half the time or more than half the time anyway, are now waking up to the harsh realities that the media lies are insane and pervasive. But it's too much too fast. We are seeing CNN get exposed specifically for putting out some lies. Now, CNN recently had numerous segments and stories where some of their personalities, their reporters, I'll do air quotes, have been advocating for the censorship of competing networks, notably Fox News and Newsmax, conservative networks, as they would call it. And they're saying it's not censorship. In a recent segment, Brian Stelter of CNN said it's not censorship. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of reach. Essentially saying that because Fox News lies, they should be removed from their cable carriers. You know what? Fine. You want to make that argument? I don't agree. However, CNN lies too, and they're getting called out for it same as everyone else. This is truly incredible. As people continue to pump GameStop stock, calling out the hedge funds, a desperate play has been made. Last week, I saw Bloomberg write an article claiming that Reddit wanted silver, but they don't. And they're saying not to buy it. They're saying it's a trick. Other subreddits are saying it's a trick. They're calling it out in no uncertain terms. Now, for those that are listening on the podcast or have listened to my other segments uh, throughout the day, forgive me if it is a little bit repetitive doing another segment on this. The reality is we're dealing with a, a new situation in flux, which covers a lot of different areas. The story about the mainstream media shattering encompasses many of these other stories and stories of censorship. For the longest time, I've been calling out the fake news and the mainstream media for demanding censorship, defending censorship, trying to get their political opponents banned. But because of the events of today and the past week, regular people now have a chance to wake up and see just how awful the media has been the entire time. I know for the most part, progressive leftists and people on the right understand the media is lying. I have a story from the San Francisco Chronicle claiming that Bernie Sanders, while not a white supremacist himself, does command legions of white patriarchal privilege. That's the name of the game. Divide and conquer. Race war instead of class war. Identity war instead of class war. People are waking up. I'm sorry. There are a lot of stories I could have covered today. I could talk about left-wing activists storming into a hotel, and maybe that's what would have played better. Maybe it is a little repetitive if I'm doing another story talking about the media exposure and the latest update, but I'm sorry, man. In my opinion, the most important thing is to once again give you an update on what's happening and try and use as much to my reach as much as possible to tell you this is it. We've got them retreating. They have been routed. The media is being exposed for their lies, and now more than ever is our chance to drill it in. So if you don't want to hear it again, I understand, but we've got some developments, and I'll be targeting CNN specifically for their hypocrisy and their lies. I want to get started by showing you the front page of Reddit and what they're saying, what's actually going on. Before we get started, 
Head over to Timcast, uh, Timcast.com to become a member and get access, access to exclusive podcast segments and even a bonus episode, which I will uh, uh, avoid t- talking about too much of the context because I don't want to get this video censored in any capacity. But it, it's, it's, listen, my friends, it is very likely that I, my channels are on the chopping block. YouTube, Facebook, these, these, these platforms can't allow someone like me to continue exposing what these big networks are doing, how the media lies. And I, I've mentioned this almost every time. A lot of people say, Tim, you're fine. They'll never come after you. My Facebook page has been shut down. I can still post to it, but they've effectively restricted anything that makes the page worth using, saying, you're not banned. Your page is just completely worthless at this point. I could post something. Nobody will see it. That's the reality. It's entirely possible it comes for this channel at some point, too, especially with the things I'm about to show you. So go to TimCast.com, become a member. If you want to make sure in the event this channel gets nuked, I can still produce content. And even then, you know, we're trying our best to make sure we can sustain uh, ourselves in the event of a coordinated media hit, which may come at some point. Let's take a look at reddit.com forward slash all. And don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell and share this. You know, uh, again, you may have heard a lot of this news. We have some updates pertaining to CNN. We need people to see this. Now is the chance to Google search and see the lies in your face to show your parents. How many of you have messaged me saying, Tim, I try to explain to my friends how the media is lying and they just don't believe me. This is why I am dead set on pushing this right now. I'm sorry. It is important. It is our chance. The beast is wounded. Chase it down the dragon. Look at this. The number one post on Reddit, r slash all, of all posts, just bought $1 million worth of GameStop. GameStop. My profits from years of trading. Let's stick it to the hedge funds. Apes strong together, diamond hands. That means if they all, the apes strong together mean, meme means when they all buy at the same time together, it has a powerful impact. And diamond hand uh, hands, my understanding means don't sell, hold. Hold. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily understand what the diamond hands reference is. Maybe your hands are like hard like diamonds or something. I don't know. Diamonds are pretty tough. Now we scroll down. The second post is someone saying just about they, they're able to, to, to paint and Stacey Abrams getting Nobel Peace Prize uh, nomination and some other normal stuff. Sure, fine. Then we have number six. It was previously at number two in my earlier segment. It's effing awful seeing silver misinformation campaign everywhere I look. And they say, don't buy silver. It's a trap. But now we have another post. Number eight, CNN, back off. This is a lie. Literally a five second scroll of our board would inform you this to be untrue. Educate yourselves. Here's the image. CNN says silver prices surge as Reddit investors target precious metals. They don't r slash stocks. That's why I showed it to you saying this is a lie. Don't buy silver. That's not Wall Street bets. Wall Street bets is the actual subreddit where they started this big push. And there's nearly 8 million people here. It's like I've been mentioning CNN normally can get away with these lies when their entire network was based on smearing Donald Trump. A lot of people just want to believe it. They don't like the guy. But who's going to get the back of Wall Street elites and hedge funds who have been ripping us off and destroyed our economy and it's still been destroyed? If you look at the M1 money supply, 
The mass printing of money started around the financial crisis, and it's skyrocketing now with COVID, and it's suggesting some really bad stuff maybe on the horizon. But take a look at this. With 63,772 points, 94% upvoted. Wow, that is consensus if I've ever seen one. Regular people are screaming at CNN liars. And Brian Stelter has the nerve to say freedom of speech does not mean freedom of reach. If we demand that Facebook be, uh, I'm sorry, that Fox News be pulled off the air, that's not censorship. You don't have to like Fox News. You don't. Okay. There's a lot of things I don't like about Fox. It is what it is. I don't like MSNBC MSNBC, uh, either. And they're trying to claim, don't, don't say the same thing. I don't care. Look, man, people have different opinions on politics. And when we don't agree, we fight. But now we have something we're unified on. And CNN is pushing lies along with many other networks like CNBC and the Washington Post to defend the elites. Here's the comments. Check this out. So, well, the first comment just mentioned mentions fidelity. They're saying they're cheering on fidelity and saying, you know, apes, rockets and diamond hands. One person says the intention here might even be to get boomers to invest, thinking Reddit is some sort of gold mine of, a, of financial advice. Coupled with fear of missing out on GameStop, they think this is the next big thing. Someone tell me how this is not illegal. I'm betting it is. But when it's global media, it's backed by hedgies who are deliberately using media to manipulate paper handed investors. The thought of prosecuting is a pipe dream. The next person says legality went out the window last week. Funds with a total of less than 100 employees each getting together to have secret dinners discussing short targets they can bankrupt that each have tens of thousands of people employed, business as usual. Eight million people memeing about buying shares of an old but fairly household name brand that might give it and its employees a lifeline. This is this is dangerous to the entire market. Someone says, I hold GameStop only. F them. Over at r slash news, this is a general news subreddit. And again, I'm assuming most of you are familiar with Reddit. It's a platform where people can share links and then upvote or downvote, meaning I like it, I don't like it, and things that get upvoted get seen more prominently. On the news subreddit, you can see with 22 million readers, silver prices, miners surge as retail buyers pile in. It has zero points, 47% upvoted, meaning no unity. The first comment says, This is actually BS. It's a trap to start speculation in order to appreciate their holdings. The next one, red alert. Just Google the word silver and look at the news. They are using the media to try and manipulate the price of silver to go up, which hedge funds apparently own large portions of. In a desperate attempt to trick non-Redditors into buying silver, they are saying we are all going in on silver and that it's surging, even though it it only just went up $3 since last week. Any profits they make from manipulating the price of silver, they will use to try and cover their GameStop shorts. That's right. Look at this. CNN. Silver surges as Reddit army targets precious metal. Right when you search silver and Reddit, CNN is the top spot, at least for me, in the news tab. It's an outright lie. Like the Redditor said, Spend only five seconds looking at their page and you can see just how obvious the lie really is. Young people, younger people, millennials, we can see it. We are on the platform, but older people are not and they are being manipulated. Now is the time for partisan unity in recognizing the machine is broken. I'm going to say it one more time. People have asked me over and over again, 
How do I explain to my friends and family that the media is lying to them about everything? They don't want to uh, believe that the media would actually put out a fake narrative. It's this simple. You see, this GameStop rebellion is working. It is absolutely working. It is stripping away money from Wall Street and sending it to Main Main Street. I have been complaining for the past year about the largest transfer of wealth from the working class to the elites. And now we are seeing for once the inverse happening left and right in unison. The machine is desperate. They've tried everything. They tried claiming that you're the bad guy. They tried claiming GameStop is a terrible stock. Don't buy it. It's going down. Now they're claiming, oh, everyone's buying Dogecoin. Still didn't work. Not enough. People are still putting money in. On the top post of Reddit, a guy says he puts in a million dollars into GameStop to put the price up. Many on Wall Street bets are saying it's a ladder attack. They're trying to drive the price down with manipulation to make you think it's a bad investment. They're trying to trick you into selling like they always do. They trick you into selling. You only lose your money when you sell. If in 2008 people held their stocks, assuming they could, they would have eventually recovered. The name of the game is the establishment will trick you into giving up your resources or forcibly take it from you. They want you to panic. So you sell when it's low. They buy and the price goes back up and they trickle it out to the poor people, making a profit, controlling access to resources. Now, something truly powerful has hit them in the face. And the media is pulling out all the stops to trick you. Move over, GameStop. Reddit traders are targeting silver now. Silver is the Reddit army's next target. Will it tarnish their crusade? Even the New York Post, price of silver surges as Reddit traders find new target. I've seen a lot of people say, Tim, you're wrong. There were people posting on Reddit saying to buy silver. Yes, that's true. There are people posting on Reddit saying to buy silver. And their posts eventually get removed or downvoted because many people think it's a diversion tactic and there's no attempt to short silver. They don't want to do it. Let me show you this story. Let me just try my best to explain to you the depravity, dishonesty, and, and, and outright evil of these media organizations. SF Chronicle Opinion, quote, Senator Sanders is no white supremacist insurrectionist, but he manifests privilege, white privilege, male privilege, and class privilege in ways that my students could see and feel. That's right. Bernie Sanders might not be as bad as Trump, but he's all the markings of someone as bad as Trump. Do you see what they're doing? I am trying my hardest to break through that partisan layer and explain the manipulation right here. Now, many of you are watching are probably fairly moderate individuals. Many of you probably understand the media is broken. Some of you may be Trump supporters and conservatives. This is the opportunity for many on the left. I know Bernie Sanders supporters also understand that the media is broken, too. This is the chance for you to have something to show your parents, your friends and your family just how broken the machine is, how broken when they're claiming that Bernie is all of these things. Oh, spare me. Bernie's a lot of things. I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I used to be a bigger fan. But look what they try and do. And the reason they do this is that Occupy Wall Street truly scared them. When Occupy Wall Street happened and people were targeting the big banks and the financial institutions, they threw in identity politics and they shattered everything. Now they're trying to do the same thing to Bernie Sanders. Well, I don't think it's going to work. Let me show you how evil CNN really is. Tom Elliott tweets, Brian Stelter on CNN going after Fox News's cable carriers. Reducing a liar's reach is not the same as censoring freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is different than freedom of reach. I mean, it literally is censorship. 
They're trying to get cable carriers to remove Fox News. Tom goes on, says, uh, quoting Stelter, quote, this is not aimed at shutting it down. It's about making Fox better, putting the news back in Fox News. If Fox is going to keep transitioning into the 24-7 Tucker channel, then maybe it belongs next to sci-fi, not MSNBC. But harm reduction is possible. Why am I showing you this? Again, I know a lot of you may like Fox News, and I know a lot of you may hate Fox News. But I want you to think about something. As you, almost all of us in agreement, challenge the establishment elites, the Wall Street big banks, look who CNN came to the defense of. Should you trust them now when they're telling you that Fox News needs to go? Now, don't get me wrong. Fox News has its problems. I'm not a big fan of a lot of the people on Fox News. I, I like Tucker Carlson. I really do. Not a big fan of Hannity or, or Laura Ingram or Maria Bartiromo. I try to, uh, uh, you know, just, just not a fan. I'll put it that way. Not a fan of Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes, and I've, I'll criticize them too. But I believe that it's important people have an outlet, a pressure release valve, as some have called it, to hear things that can can provide that, that tension relief, to hear that their voice is being, you know, people want to know that their voice is being heard. They get that by watching Fox News, which is not the biggest network. I'm not a fan of CNN putting out lies or MSN, MSNBC putting out lies or Fox News putting out lies, but I don't think we should have them removed. I think what we can really see here is that Brian Stelter has consistently put out false, he, he, in my opinion, he's put out uh, consistent misinformation and manipulation. And now because people associated with his show, Reliable Sources, are trying to get cable carriers to pull networks, they're trying to now defend it, claiming they're doing nothing wrong. But why would they defend Wall Street? And why would they try and get Fox News removed? Fox News, far from perfect, and you may not like them, but they're not aligned entirely with establishment thinking. They're more likely to run a segment challenging the status quo. Maybe not in a way you would like if, if, if you're someone on the left. People on the right would like what Fox News does. But it doesn't matter. They don't want the system to be challenged. Oliver Darcy says, we should, be, we should really be careful to avoid making the nonsensical comparison between Fox News, MSNBC. Fox is spinning their own reality. Well, this is the story they're referring to. Fox News host Tucker Carlson claims CNN trying to force his network off the air. And this is from earlier, uh, this is from last month. And Brian Seltzer claims it was just not based in reality. That's what a segment was about. Lying in our faces. This is tough because, you know, I see this story and I saw what was going on with Brian Stelter and I wanted to lead with it. But my bigger concern is, as I've stated in the past few weeks, we know, we know somebody who watches Fox News probably has an idea that the media is lying to him. And why should I just keep coming out saying double standard over and over again? Is it really doing anything? Some people have emailed me asking me saying like, like, Tim, we know the media is lying and there's a double standard. And I'm like, I know, I know, you know, and you know, I know, and I know, you know, I know. And, and there we go. And I see now an opportunity to make it very simple. You don't have to like Trump. You don't have to like Fox News. You just have to recognize they are lying. When Brian Stelter says they're not trying to get them removed and that Fox News host Tucker Carlson claims they're trying to, and it's all just a lie. I bring you now to an article from CNN from Oliver Darcy. Analysis. 
TV providers should not escape scrutiny for distributing disinformation. Do you want to know how the name of the game? You want to know what the game is? How they play? Here's what they do. They'll say, I'm just a journalist. Then they'll call these cable providers and say, a lot of people are accusing you of hosting far right, fringe white, alt right, etc. Why do you support these networks? They want these networks to know we will use the full weight of our of our PR machine to accuse you of being something horrible and evil to destroy your business, to force the companies to do something. Let me give you an example. Let me give you a simple example. Not the best example. There's a tweet for me. I said, look at the first email, the opinion statement about it being well received, then the attack. Why did you refuse? Scumbag journalism 101. This is a reference to Kemi Badenach, who tweeted, Today, an unfortunate reminder of why there is so much confusion and mistrust was in meetings all day yesterday and had been made aware of two emails received from the Huffington Post journalist Nadine White. This is a bigger story, but I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty. Kemi Badenoch is a conservative MP for Saffron Walden Treasury and Equities Minister. It's a UK thing. Take a look at this email. Huffington Post writes, Dear Kemi Badenoch's office, a number of black cross-party MPs took part in a video encouraging vaccine take-up across black communities. This initiative has been well-received and praised as a positive move. I understand that Ms. Badenoch, as Equalities Minister, refused to participate in the video. May I have a statement detailing the reason why, please? We're currently working towards a deadline of 5 p.m. This is a threat. This is, okay, let me break down for you the scumbag journalism here. This is a threat. What they're doing when they put the opinion, this initiative has been well received and praised as a positive move. Has it? I'm sure there's people who've criticized it. Why aren't they putting the, the, the initiative has been controversial with some people criticizing it and some people praising it. The fact that they're asserting an opinion or a framing device that there was a meeting that was well received is the loaded portion of the statement. The next thing they do is they say you refused the goal. And, and then lastly, the deadline. This is a high pressure coercion tactic to probably make money for their for Huffington Post, generate clicks. But it's a manipulation. What they're saying, everybody likes this. That's an appeal to uh, the majority. This is a, a fallacy. They're telling you everybody likes it. They then tell you what their intent is. My, I, my, I understand you've refused. They want to put you in a negative position, claiming you're against the majority. Then they give you a deadline. If you don't respond by 5 p.m., we are going to claim that you rejected equality. You see how the game is played? That's what they do. That's how the media operates. Dear Treasury Press Office, I'm chasing up a response to a query I made earlier today. Please provide me with a response from Kemi Badnock on her behalf, on or her behalf, by 10 a.m. tomorrow. This is an important matter. You see, the next thing they do, like in sales, is when the deadline isn't met, they extend the deadline because what they really want is your comment on their article. This is how the, this is how the media manipulates. When you see Oliver Darcy of CNN email or write and say, I'm, I'm just asking questions. I'm just a journalist. That's the game they play. I've exposed them before because I've had information leaked to me. I exposed one journalist who contacted Chase Bank and said, why do you support white supremacy with these bank accounts? And then Chase, of course, immediately shut down the bank accounts of some individuals they didn't like or they were scared of. This is what the media does. So, yes, CNN absolutely does want to get others pulled off the air. You know, 
I tr- I'm trying to make this as easy as possible for, for people to understand the lies. And I don't, I don't stress my point. I, I, you can hate Fox News all day and night. Please do so. It's, you're, you're allowed to. That's the point. You're allowed to hate them for the things they say. You shouldn't hate them for the things they never said. When Brian Stelter lies and says, we're not trying to get them removed, but then you literally have an article where CNN is playing a dirty game to get them removed. They're lying to you. They are trying to get them removed. And you got to be careful. If you think that Fox News should be removed because they say things you don't like, well, then they'll come eventually for even CNN and even MSNBC, which is why we now see the immediate defense from Pointer. No, Fox News and MSNBC are not the same thing. MSNBC is not simply the left wing version of of right wing Fox News. It's true that both have strong viewpoints, but the latter spins its own reality. Do you remember when Chris Hayes had on Jonathan Chait, who said it's possible Trump was a was a Russian asset since the 80s, literally of the KGB in the Soviet era? Is that not spinning their own reality? They're allowed to have their opinions and say what they want to say. So I will never call for them to be removed. But you need to understand the lies. What happens now is they're going to claim Fox News must be banned, and it may actually work. I'm not entirely convinced, but with what's happening now with the GameStop rebellion, it's more important than anything. You know, uh, look, there's, there, there's a big story about left-wing activists storming into a hotel and taking it over. I could cover that. I could play that game. And to be honest, I'd like to because I'm critical of what they did. But right now, I think it's more important to stay focused. The fact that CNN is putting out these lies, along with CNBC and the Washington Post and Bloomberg, shows you that we have the machine routed. They have fallen from their horse and they are running. And now they're doing everything in their power to make sure they disrupt this message. So again, we need to focus on this. Take this opportunity to expose them for, 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 for what they are in their lies. And hopefully this is empowering to left populists and right wing populists and to the left. If you don't use this opportunity to expose them for sense for the censorious monsters that they are, they're coming for Bernie Sanders next. They've come for him, obviously. And I know you on the left know this. I don't want them lying about Bernie Sanders. I want people to talk about Bernie Sanders for who he is and what what he believes in. There are many things I like about Bernie Sanders. Truth be told, I believe that he sold out to the establishment in an effort to at least get some of his ideas through. It's uh, to, to a degree understandable. Bernie knows after decades, he hasn't been able to get a lot done. I'm not trying. I'm not saying that to to disparage him. It's just true. Bernie has tried very, very hard. So he aligns the establishment to then push through at least what he can. But they cheat him every single time. He's an independent. He's not a Democrat. And that's why they're now smearing him, trying to make him seem to to, to list Bernie Sanders in the same sentence as a a white supremacist is just absolutely insane. It's an association thing. Now they're saying he's not like that. Then they're talking about privilege. Don't let them use identity politics to destroy the opportunity right now from left and right wing populists to come together and, and point at what the real problem is. Let's talk capitalist versus socialist. Now's not the time either. I don't care if you're a socialist. I don't care if you're a capitalist. Right now, the issue is corruption. If you're a, if you're a socialist, let me ask you, you would be upset if there was, uh, you know, party members or socialists who were secretly stealing resources from the people and then using police to, to protect themselves. Right. Of course you would, because that's not the core of what socialists really want. Deep down, they want people to have access to shared resources and the public owning of utilities and the means of production. And that's fine so long as there's no corruption. Right. 
Capitalism wants people to be able to work hard and prosper in what they've built. But there is a corruption of both. When capitalism runs amok, you get monopolistic uh, oligopolies and oligarchic powers and manipulation and crony capitalism like we're seeing now. And when socialism or communism goes bad, as they often have, you get corrupt party members and military leaders seizing the, 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 the true value from the people and literally getting fat during starvation periods. Let's not argue about economics. Let's keep the focus on what's happening right now with Wall Street and the fear they're in, the fear they're facing. They're trying these many different ways to maintain the facade, but now we can see it. So please forgive me if if this is very derivative of the previous segments, if it's derivative of of my earlier segment. There's a lot I could have talked about. There is. There is a... you know, like I mentioned, the storming of this uh, uh, of this hotel, there's Robin Hood even raising money. But I think it's important to say we have exposed the fake news. They are lying to you and you can see it. Please recognize that. I don't know what else is, what else to say. Um, tonight, we'll talk about this and a bunch of other things, I, I guess. You know, there's a, there's some funny stuff, too, like Popeye's Chicken put out a commercial saying free tendies. Hey, if a bunch of corporate marketing entities want to hop on board with this viral trend and it drives people to challenge the machine and expose the lies, I think it's a good thing. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcast IRL. We will be live talking about this and a bunch of other things. And, um, I'm, uh, you know, it's possible that they, they, they eventually ban all this stuff. Okay. I just want to make, I want to get that point across. We are, we are hammering the media. We have them routed. Just please keep that in mind. And I will see you tonight, 8 p.m., youtube.com slash timcastirl.